This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's the Mike Francesa Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Mike Francesa Podcast. The trading deadline has come and gone, and we can now take a look at uh, how things stand as. The big news, Verlander goes. The Mets send him to Houston for two position players. They didn't have a lot in the system, Houston. They gave him an outfielder that some have high regard for, but is still a couple of years away. And uh, another player that could be even farther away and was picked, I think, on the 11th round, um, they paid a fortune in the Verlander transaction, over $50 million. The Mets paid upwards of almost $90 million in unloading, $90 million in unloading Scherzer and Verlander for two prospects. I mean, it's, it's, it's insanity, to, to be honest with you, but money comes cheap to the Mets, and they keep proving that. Uh, and they wanted to blow the stench off. And they did that except for one thing. When you look at it now, and the Mets did acquire a couple of arms from the Dodgers. Now, the Dodgers are in a pennant race, not giving anything of note away, but they gave the Mets a couple of uh, pitching prospects who they, uh, the Mets have to have somebody start these games. He just took Scherzer and Verlander out of their rotation. And they didn't have a very strong rotation to begin with. The Mets, they can say all they want. And let's be honest, there's issues with the Mets. And listen, I'm not going to repeat some of the rumblings I've heard because you know what? When teams go completely sour, when they go just completely rancid, as this team has, you're going to hear this guy doesn't like this guy, this guy doesn't like this guy, this guy couldn't get along with this guy. You hear that all the time. It's not that important. Because it goes away when teams are playing well in a heartbeat. And teams don't have to love each other to win. Some great teams have proved that through the years. The bottom line is, though, the Mets will... Remember this year, and they will be remembered in this year for one of the colossal jokes of a season. Their level of ineptitude so high that there's no way it doesn't just embarrass ownership to the core. Because it has to. He's supposed to be shrewd. He developed a fortune, a kingly fortune by being wise, by being shrewd. And he's been anything but at the helm of, of the franchise. Now, he relies on baseball guys. We know that. We know he wants to bring in a 
baseball guy uh, that he's had his eye on. The bottom line is, this is as embarrassing as it gets. And the Mets can tell you, they can sit there today and tell you, hey, we're going to be contenders next year. Well, tell me this. How much they intend, do they intend on spending to get a pitching staff? Because they don't have a rotation right now. They have Senga. That's it. They don't have anybody you want in the rotation. There's nobody on that team you want to pitch. Except Senga. That's it. They have one starter. How are you going to be a contender with one starting pitcher? Plus, what makes you think all the headaches that were there this year are going to be better next year? Yes, they sent away some veterans, okay? Your new fan was going. You knew a guy who could hit like him, and he, he played well for the Mets this year. He hit well. He did a good job. You knew he was going. That's fine. He went to the Diamondbacks. But the Mets did not bring back Anything special, we'll see if Acuna is good. We don't know that yet. We don't know if this guy Gilbert's going to be good. We're going to find out. But that's years away. At least two years away. How they're going to be contenders next year with the same core. Because obviously Nimmo's there. Obviously Lindor's there. Obviously Alonzo's there. We know that. We know Diaz is back. That's a big plus. He'll be back and healthy. McNeil's there. Watte's there. Obviously, they have the young catcher who is a nice power hitter. He'll develop. The third baseman, we'll see if he develops. But the bottom line is you're counting on the same people who failed miserably this year to do it next year, and you have no pitching staff. And I'm sorry, I can't expect any team to be a contender next year that does not have a starting rotation. And right now they do not have one. So I'm sorry. But anyone who calls them a contender next year right now is foolish because they don't have a rotation. They have so much work to do. They have empty parking spaces. That's it. There's, they waved the white flag. They got rid of their Hall of Fame pitchers who they paid a fortune to. It cost them a fortune to unload them. They got anything but a King's Ransom back. And they leave gaping holes for next year. Will there be changes? Utterly, there'll be changes. Will there be changes in the front office? Probably. Could there be change at manager? There could be. I don't know if they're going to pin this on Buck or not. I don't know where Buck stands in this whole thing. But there is no reason to watch them perform on any level for the next two months. And I, I just don't see any way, despite how much money they're capable of spending, I don't see how they have a rotation that takes them to the postseason next year. 
Now the Yankees, who we heard so many rumors and so many different things, and none of it came to pass. Yankees didn't unload anybody. The Yankees didn't add anybody except a relief pitcher from the White Sox, and the White Sox traded off a lot of guys, obviously. The Yankees got Kenyon Middleton, a right-handed reliever from the White Sox. So add him to a list of guys who can show promise out of the bullpen. Doesn't mean it works. And the Yankees are still left with a offense that is unbelievably anemic. They didn't solve their left field problem. They didn't solve the issues they have day in, day out in the lineup. They did nothing. They didn't want to add salary, and they didn't clearly believe there was any reason to do anything except not wave the flag, no reason to do that. You want full houses at Yankee Stadium in August, and they are only three and a half out in the wild card, so they're not eliminated. They're not out of it. They won't admit that they're out of it, but they did nothing to bolster the team. Absolutely nothing. They have the same weak lineup. That is the weakest I've seen since the Stump Merrill years. When you, when you look at the failures of Rizzo and LeMayu and Stanton, and then add in the ineptitude of so many of the guys who dot the lineup. You see why the Yankees, who added no offense, got two hits in Baltimore the other night once Kramer left the game. Kramer had the big lead. He didn't get the job done. They pulled him in the fourth inning. He brought in relievers who gave up two hits and struck out 11. And then last night, the Yankees got all of three hits in losing a listless, lackluster game to the Rays. They play the Rays. They play the Astros. Before the season began, I picked the Astros and the Braves to go to the World Series. I wouldn't change either pick now for anything. I think that will still happen. And Verlander will make a very big difference. You know, the Astros had been hit hard in the bullpen. They have missed starting pitches. They have missed relief pitches. They have struggled at times, but... They're starting to rev their motors, and they added what they had to add. A guy who was 61-19 and 19 in his stint in Houston won two championships and won two Cy Young Awards. You can't do better. That is a return to glory for Verlander. And Verlander left here with his head high, while Scherzer sure didn't. Maybe Scherzer pitches well and takes Texas and he becomes a story there. He's going to have to improve a lot to do that. Verlander has pitched very well of late. The Mets could have easily kept Verlander and said they were going to build a rotation around him next year. Now the Astros have him for next year and the Mets picked up $56 million of the free. So the Mets waved the flag and sent guys flying all over the place. The Yankees sat pat and told you, we're good. What they really told you was, we're not spending. We'll either do it 
with what we have. Either our left-handed starters will come back and join Cole in a real run in the starting rotation. Judge will try to lead the way and somehow see if he can light a fire under Rizzo and LeMayu and Stanton. He not only has to pick it up himself offensively, he has to motivate and somehow lead this team out of the lethargy it has showed you. The Yankees are. Look at the numbers. Look at their team batting average. Look at their team OPS. They're at the bottom of the major leagues. It's the New York Yankees. It's a team that not that long ago in the halcyon days of the Tory Yankees had a guy batting ninth who'd have 95 RBIs. Other than Judge, they don't have a guy in the lineup who could approach 75 RBIs. The number nine hitter used to have 95 RBIs. They are an awful, awful offensive team. Case closed. They forget a championship. And the Yankees, I don't even think, are thinking about a championship right now. The Yankees are looking to fill the ballpark the next two months and somehow save face by making the playoffs. That's it. Even if it's an early exit, they will say, hey, at least we got to the postseason. And I think right now they will be satisfied with that. They weren't at the start of the season. They won't tell you that they're satisfied with that, but I think internally they are satisfied with that. And their actions show you they're satisfied because they did not go out of their way to make any kind of change to jumpstart this offense. Nothing. Well, we jumpstarted by putting Judge back in the lineup. You need more than that. That is not enough. You're putting players out there every day who can't hit. You're putting outfielders out there in the corners who can't hit, can't field. And all you hear is, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Don't worry, we'll be fine. We're about to take off. Hey, I like the at-bats. I like, how can, you, how can anybody look at the Yankees and tell me you like the at-bats? Who do you think you're selling that to? I understand that, Judge, that Boone's job is to put a happy face on things. And he doesn't want to throw his team under the bus, but who does he think he's kidding when he tells you, you know, I, I, I really, uh, other than the strikeouts, I wish there were 18 of them, I, I really like the at-bats. That's in a game where they had two hits in the last six innings. And he struck out 18 times for the game. Hey, we scored a couple of runs, though. Got to give us that. Why? Because Bow has fallen to a couple of homers the last couple of days. And you waited, you know, the Yankee fan, the optimistic one, the one who still thinks the Yankees operate in the same way, was looking 
you know, for them to make a great offer for Soto. That wasn't happening. Now, the Padres think they can make the playoffs now, despite the fact half the room probably doesn't talk to half the other room. You know what? They don't get along. Hey, bottom line is they have talent. They have talent. Everyone's killing Soto. His, his, his OPS is like 930. I think the Yankees are the judge of anybody that's even over 750. So one, as the trade deadline comes and goes, one is dead and buried. They now will resort to Bartolo Cologne nights to try to get you to the ballpark. Bartolo Cologne nights. That's what it's come to. I'm sure they'll come up with another couple of attractive and genius things. Wheel out somebody that they hope will... will spur your interest to get you to go to the ballpark. It won't be the product on the field. It won't be the play of the team. It won't be anything you see from this team that won 101 games last year. None of that will bring you to the ballpark. Maybe a Bartolo Colon t-shirt will. Maybe that'll do the trick. So one team is dead and buried, and the other one has one foot in the grave. They're not dead yet. Maybe the pitchers are going to throw them a life raft, going to throw them a lifeline, going to start to pitch so well that maybe they could get a streak going. I doubt it. Somehow I just feel that things will part for them and they might still get a chance with a record that doesn't indicate it should be there, but they might get lucky and get to the postseason. But if they do, it will be the shortest of stays because, let's be honest, they're only good. They're only good when cold toes the rubber or when judges in the batter's box. The rest of the time, they are a pinstripe disgrace. Go to Bet Rivers for all of your wagering needs. Go to the Bet Rivers app. New, improved as we head towards the football season, and we're heading there in, we're sprinting there now. It is right in front of us. Before you know it, we'll be talking NFL day in and day out. It's coming very quickly. Go to Brett Rivers for all of your gambling needs. Go to the app for that. And remember, for all the action in New York and New Jersey, Brett Rivers in Connecticut, play Sugar House. So the trade deadline saw the Mets packing bags right and left and saw the Yankees saying, too expensive for us. We're not playing in that game. We like our hand. We see that it's about to turn for us. How many times has Boone gone to a post-game press conference and told you that? Or told you something that he saw that was highly constructive, even though he basically is just trying somehow 
to find a silver lining that he can somehow sell you. When in his heart of hearts, he's like, God, do we stink. This is the Yankees. You watch these guys parade back to the dugout, inning after inning. This is the Yankees. Remember what the Yankees used to look like? Remember what the Yankees used to stand for? Now, just a distant memory. We'll see you later. Thanks for listening to the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network.